Hello, and welcome to the Family Starship, a podcast all about geeky fun for the whole family. I'm your host, Chris Benavidez. All right, so just a quick note about what this podcast is about. Um, I grew up in the 80s, and I love, you know, the movies, the, uh, the music, the games of that era. You know, it's it's part of what uh, I grew up with. It's part of what I, you know, I, I have, a, have a sizable DVD collection. I, I revisit those those things a lot because I, I genuinely love them. And uh, I've always wanted to share that, those things with um, my kids. And I have. I, I've shared a lot of those things with my kids. And um, it's fun. Um, I love to see the reactions to things that I loved when I was their age. And, you know... I listen to podcasts and a lot of podcasts talk about topics like this, but the thing is, um, a lot of those podcasts are R-rated and don't really, aren't really family friendly. Um, and I want to make sure that I have, uh, I wanted to make something that I can listen to with my kids while driving in a car, you know, on a road trip and would not, I would not feel funny about that. So that's really what this podcast is about. It's really, you know, this is the kind of thing I would want to listen to um, if I were with my family. So in any case, um, that's that's what this podcast is about. Um, so without further ado, let's get on to today's topic. Hey everyone, so today we are talking about Space Camp, and I'm here with Stacy. Say hi, Stacy. Hi. Hi. Um, Alright, so Space Camp came out in 1986, directed by Harry Weiner, um, and I'm going to read a quick summary. Uh, lovable misfit kids attend Space Camp and get accidentally launched into space. Will they be able to pull themselves together and find their way home? Um, that's basically the entire movie. So what I want to start with is just what's your history? Like, where did you come into contact with Space Camp? And just tell me about like what this movie means to you. So I came into contact with it in 1986 when I was a space obsessed little girl. Um, I guess I was about 10 then. So this was like a formative time for me. And this movie got me so obsessed with space camp the actual space camp at nasa that i was begging my parents sending out for mailers i actually um, cool. <laughs> i sent out for the catalog and was like i could wow. save up all the money it was exorbitantly expensive at the time <laughs> and it was in florida so there was no way um, i really really wanted to go right so um how old were you at the time this came out so i was 10 10. Uh, okay, that's like the perfect age, I think, to see this movie. I think that's where it, where it would hit you the hardest, I would, I would think. Um, I know for myself, 1986, um, I was 13. And I remember seeing a trailer for Space Camp. I think I saw it at the, like, uh, on a VHS tape once or something. And I remember like, like oh, that looks 
pretty cool, but I just wasn't super excited about it. I think by then I wasn't quite as into kind of these family-friendly films as much. I was more into like, <laughs> like 86 was when Aliens hit and I was into Aliens. Yes. And, um, you know, that kind of thing. The Fly came out that year. I was into, you know, like, um, so. Yeah, I was a little too young for my parents to be letting me watch that. <laughs> right. So, you know, I, I wasn't. If it had been released, if I, like, three or four years earlier, I probably would have been more into it. But I, you know, I somehow managed to avoid seeing it until recently, um, only when um, prompted to. And, um, I mean, I, I, I thought it was fine. I was, I enjoyed it. <laughs> um, wasn't super impressed. But, again, I, I'm hitting it at a, I think, at the wrong point in my life. So, what did you, um, what did you expect? Like, I, I take it you, you've shown it to your daughter, right? Yeah, yeah. What did you expect going in? Going so into- I, you know, it's she's at this age where, and this was just before she turned five. She wouldn't want, she wouldn't track through the whole movie or want to keep watching it. Um, some movies she does better than others. Some, some of them should be like, yeah, I'm done with this. I'm gonna go, you know, color something. <laughs> yeah. So when uh, when I showed her to her, I expected her to maybe be interested maybe not be interested um because she prefers animated movies um and then i was thinking i'd like to show her this i think it would be fun i don't remember anything super scary in it um but i wasn't sure she'd be totally interested i wasn't sure she'd be um willing to follow the whole movie through because she prefers things with a lot of action um, some of the pacing from the 80s stuff is a little slow for kids her age these days. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so I was a little worried she wouldn't, she wouldn't, it wouldn't hold her interest for the whole time. Right. Um, similar, similar, like, you know, I had the same, the same notions. Like, uh, my kids have been very mixed to reactions to 80s movies. Um, some of them they, they're fine with, some of them they're just not even interested. Just the effects, whatever, or the, you know, the pacing, like you say, sometimes it just doesn't hold it for them. Um, so I, I expected that they'd be half interested, like, oh, we're watching it. It's just a thing that, you know, we'll watch it because we're, we get to watch a movie together. But I didn't expect them to be super excited about it. Um, <laughs> did you have any any trepidation? Um, like, the movie's PG, so I wasn't really worried about anything in it. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't super worried. I think what, what I was worried about is not having watched it in a long time, that I may have forgotten anything that was a right. little bit scary or... Potentially, you know, and sometimes you run into this with movies that are older and you have these rose-colored glasses and then you watch it and you're like, oh, I didn't realize how culturally inappropriate something was. So I, was, <laughs> I couldn't yes. remember if there was anything. Um, right. So that was actually my big worry. All right. So a couple of notes. I just want to add um, a couple of notes. I, I read a little bit of about the, the release of this movie. Very, very unfortunate timing. It was released less than five months after the Challenger accident in 1987. Um, yeah. And that, I'm sure, impacted uh, the box office and reception. Um, it grossed less than $10 million in the U.S., um, so that's unfortunate. It probably would have done better than that if, you know, everyone hadn't just experienced that. So, anyway, just an just unfortunate footnote to this movie. Yeah, not the best timing to be launching a movie that most of the plot involves the space shuttle and right. a bunch of children in it. Yes. Right after the space shuttle disaster. 
No, absolutely. All right. Let's take a quick break and we come back. We're going to talk about what the kids thought about the movie and, you know, how that met our expectations or not. And we'll go from there. All right, let's talk about the kids' reactions. So um, let's start with you. What did she think of Space Camp? So um, I was actually delighted that she loved it. Um, She was riveted the whole time. That's awesome. I didn't expect that. And then she just really, uh, she's since asked to watch it repeatedly. uh, Really? Again. That's awesome. (laughs) So, So we've watched it a few times. Is, is are you gonna be sending her to space camp someday? I might. I might send myself to space camp because now <laughs> they have adult space camp. So they and do? family space camp. So maybe wow. we'll go together. <laughs> wow, wow. Well, hey, man, that's that. That's one thing I, I think the movie got. It, it made space camp seem kind of cool. Like it's really like, oh, this is cool. Like you know, it. it I can. See, I mean, again, I saw it a little bit too late to be super impressed with it. But like, it, it, that, it sounds pretty cool to go to space camp make friends with the robot yeah. yeah i mean come on jinx the robot you, yeah. you definitely <laughs> want to be friends with the robot <laughs> we, we, we have to talk more about jinx in, in a bit all right so um my kids i you know i have a 12 year old and eight year old um the 12 year old walked out about out 40 minutes in like <laughs> he was just <laughs> i mean he has an attention span problem in general so that's that's a general concern but um you know he wasn't super into it he's like he he picks up on things like he's he's very aware of. Oh, this is an '80s movie, isn't it, Dad? You know, <laughs> like so he was not super impressed with it. My eight-year-old kind of liked it. Stayed the whole time. Um, he later told me it was okay, not the best, but not the worst. He was underwhelmed, but he said it was good. He liked it. He liked and he liked Jinx, the robot. Like he, I mean, he he thought those scenes kind of like made him smile more than anything else. I think. Um, yeah. and the, <laughs> this is one thing that kept both their interest is there's an actual star Wars reference in it. Um, it's funny, this is 1986. So, you know, this is star Wars references before they were cool. And like, it's, if you think back from today, like, you know, star Wars is just so pervasive now, um, back then star Wars was in its dead period. There was no movie like return of the Jedi was 83 um, there, would, there would be no more movie for another like what, 16 years um, right. and um, there wasn't a lot going on and yet this movie has a Star Wars reference and that which kind of surprised me because I, I didn't remember this era having a lot of Star Wars references um, but you know it, it worked you know it, it was it was good you know the kids liked that part of it yeah you and it, it came up a couple of times in the movie too which I had forgotten about yeah yeah so you know even then it was it was it was kind of pervasive um, I mean, my reaction was like, you know, pretty much what I expected. Um, you know, that's kind of the way my kids are, you know, it's hard to keep their attention for long. My younger one will, will sit through longer periods, I think, than, than my older one. My older one is, he's like, you know, if he's not like, you know, playing video games, it's not going to keep his attention for longer than half an hour. Um, so anyway, um, I personally did almost fall asleep at one point 
and I had to be like slapped into waking up by my by my son. <laughs> um, so that's amazing. You know, my my reaction was like, you know, it was fine, um, but I, I needed some prompting to keep my attention. So, Charlie, what did you think of Space Camp? Hi, um, I really think that Space Camp is really just like your average um, 1980s sort of movie. And like, I could, like, I'm sure, like, there's certain aspects of it that could be, um, that could be appealing to other people, but I just wasn't feeling it. So, Joel, what did you think of Space Camp? I. I think that it was not the best movie, but it was, but it was, but it was definitely very worked on hard, and and I know that some people might enjoy it. It's just not not really for me. About what happened in Space Camp? I liked how they re how they went in space because I didn't realize space was so beautiful. And it's really, and it looked really pretty. And I like the blast out part. Ten, nine, eight, six, six, five, four, three, two, one, blast out. <laughs> That's awesome, though that uh, that she's really into this and she wants to she wants to follow up and so she she wants to see more movies like this. Yeah, it's super dated, but I yeah. you know I'm watching it again. I still enjoyed it, but again, it has such a nostalgic love for it. <laughs> yes. All right, cool. All right, so we're gonna come back one more time and we're gonna talk about what we thought. Final thoughts about Space Camp, and we'll we'll wrap up then. Okay, so we're back to wrap things up um, with Space Camp. Now, let's just uh, start with this. What did you like about Space Camp? Like, you, you personally have, you know, in, again, you've seen it again. This is the first time you saw it in, in how long? You took a long break from this? Yeah. Let's, um, let's say it's, it's been like more than 20. Oh, okay. So it's a long, long break. So Plus. Up, upon rewatching it, what, what did you like about it? I, upon rewatching it, I really liked the kids. I liked the dynamic between all of them you know there's some like nuances to sort of the older kids and their um sort of paths they were on and and their behaviors that i don't think i got when i was younger and seeing it again as an adult it's like oh that it's funnier now and more interesting yeah than kind of recognized it when you were younger you know yeah um uh the kids for me didn't work that well i thought they were fine they, they were kind of like I, I didn't feel like they really made a, i didn't really make a connection with any of the kids in, in the movie 
with one exception that we'll talk about in a minute. But um, uh, what, what I liked about it was I liked the production value of the movie. I, I like that all of the, you know, the scenery and space camp and like, you know, the, the devices they use and the simulators and all that stuff that, look, that all look legit. And um, it made it seem like a, like a cool place to visit. I think we, we talked about it already, but like that's, uh, I think the atmosphere and like of the movie like worked for me. Yeah. So let's, let's transition into what didn't work, but I, what I didn't like, like, and I think I already mentioned that I, the kids, um, I didn't feel a, a connection to them. I, I didn't feel, I learned a lot about their inner lives. I mean, I learned it in, in the most, you know, in the most, um, how can I put this? In the most broadly defined strokes. Um, I, I just, I didn't really feel their relationships growing during the movie all that much. Um, except for one. And we'll, we'll talk about that next when we get, we talk about what my favorite part of the movie was, which was um, the performance of um, uh, then Lee Phoenix as Max. I thought Max was my favorite character. Um, I thought he, I don't whatever reason he worked for me. Like I, I, I kind of got the whole, he's a lonely isolated kid and he's just desperate to, to do this. And that kind of worked like that, that I thought totally worked for me. And like, you know, the uh, the subplot with him and the uh, the robot Jinx, um, very very contrived, you know. But it, it yeah, it kind of worked because because just because I thought the performance was pretty good. Um, what uh, what about you? What did you think about that? Yeah, it's funny because I felt like the Max and Jinx thing. I don't know why, but it made me so much more angry now <laughs> <laughs> because I was thinking. Who is letting this kid just do this? I know. Right? <laughs> it was dumb. Where, are his, where are his parents? Why is nobody controlling this robot that yes. seems to be sentient? I love how the robot just rolls into the command center and like, you know, <laughs> awesome. I was like, this is my biggest plot hole. Right <laughs> no, it, I mean, it's a dumb movie. Let's face it. I mean, oh, well, yeah. I mean, Max rewires Jinx to give him sentience like one night. He just decides to do it and he becomes a self-aware robot. And he basically um, sends, he fulfills Max's wish to be sent into space. And this is how the whole mess starts. And, uh, you know, again, cheesy fantasy, whatever. I I don't care. Um, But it's just like, it's, I mean, if you think about this movie, it's it's pretty dumb. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's funny now as a parent where I'm like, Boy, I really wish somebody was watching over that robot and that kid a little closer. You would, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You, I definitely. Like, I don't want to send my kid to this camp. Wait a Absolutely. minute. <laughs> are, are are you rethinking your your trip to space camp now, Stacy? <laughs> no, I'm still gonna go. <laughs> All, right. All right. Um. So, what's your like? What's your MVP? What's who's you who's who makes this movie for you? And and what what's your favorite part of this movie? So, my MVP, and yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's awesome. You got Joaquin Phoenix in his first movie and all the other, like, amazing cast in this movie. Yeah. yeah. But weirdly for me, it is Kelly Preston's character. Really? Is, yeah. She's kind of like the, like the ditzy one, right? She's like the... Yeah. She's, okay. she's totally the ditzy, flaky one that everybody sees 
sees as like i mean and she wears the ridiculous 80s clothes and she's the one that makes the whole wardrobe in the film the most dated um but like underneath she's super smart and that's true and i love that and especially i love my daughter watching that because it's like watching a girl who is um you know cares about her appearance cares about boys cares about other stuff but also can be like super smart yeah and good at what she does and coming up with great ideas i thought yes. that was a really great like model for a little girl uh no i agree I, and i loved i love the fact that they made her smart i love the fact that like she had a lot of information and knowledge and like she just Outwardly, she doesn't take these things a lot seriously, but she's actually really bright and she actually does know a lot. Um, so I, I did like that reveal about her character too. And I thought, I thought that was really cool. All right. Okay. So here's the question Would you ever watch this movie again for fun? I would. You would? I would. Okay. It's Space Camp is, is it's in the uh, Stacy canon. It's in the. It's, it it's, is. It, it is. is definitely. Definitely one of those movies where it's, it's something I would, I would rewatch or I'd put it on the background just for fun That's while cool. I was doing something. Yeah. Cool. And, and again, I still I, want to go to space camp. <laughs> you still want to go to space camp. Um, yeah. For me, you know, again, I, I missed my critical period with space camp. Um, so I probably wouldn't, but you know, Hey, if my kids liked it, I, I, I wouldn't mind having it on the background. Uh, no, no, no race to rewatch it, but you know, it, it's a very, ino- it's such an inoffensive movie. It's such a like slight kind of like, you know, fun movie. Um, it is it is and you know what i find like i i need to find some more movies like that that are just sort of light and inoffensive that are from the 80s to watch yes um watch with my daughter because you know they're just entertaining yeah and um not that scary yeah i and i think that's my problem is because i i was exposed to a lot of like really like intense horror and fantasy at an earlier age and i think something like this was probably a little bit too tame for me at 13 now i appreciate it more i think yeah. for what it is um but yeah i mean i can help you with those movies <laughs> I, can, I can i can i can point out 80s movies that you know are a little more intense um yeah but, i was a sheltered 10 year old watching yeah. but yeah. you know I, I feel like there's other ones out there that I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about that would be good, like Flight of the Navigator or something That's, might be yeah. another good one. That comes to mind for sure. Yeah. How about like um, uh, The Last Starfighter? Yes, The Last Starfighter. That yeah. could be another one. Um, I feel like I need to explore some more of these movies um, with her because I think she'll have a lot of fun and maybe make some good memories. Cool. Now, would you want to see a remake, a reboot, a sequel, or just leave this alone? I would leave this alone. Leave this alone? <laughs> well. I don't, I don't think anybody's going to be rushing to, to reboot this one. <laughs> well, actually, I, I read a report that Disney is actually trying to make a remake of this one. Really? Yeah. I, that's, I mean, I don't know about a remake. Maybe a sequel or... Kelly Preston's up to nowadays. Yeah, I mean, you got Kelly Preston. Is Tom Skerritt still around? Right? Yeah, Leah Thompson. Um, she's yeah, she's still around. Yeah. Um, you, you can get uh, Joaquin Phoenix back in there. You can do a dark yeah. take. 
That's right. He could be the Joker in it. <laughs> the Joker goes to space camp. That's right. Why not? Sure. Why not? So sequel. Okay. Sequel it is then. All right. So this is the last question is any other impressions? Oh, one more thing I want to note. Like, um, did you know that John Williams made the movie, the music for this movie? <laughs> Wait, he did? He did. Right. Oh, yeah. And like, I, I saw his name in the credits. I was like, wow. I mean, John Williams, like, I, this is going to be an awesome score. And it was kind of meh. It was kind of like, okay. It's kind of <laughs> I mean, very generic weird. score. You look at this movie, like, the, the cast are all people who've done really well or were really popular at that era. Yes. And, and then you've got John Williams doing the music and it was yeah. basically a flop. Yeah. It just, it doesn't feel, it, it feels like it should have been a bigger hit. And I, I think I think the uh, the whole you know the Challenger disaster probably had a lot to do with that. I would imagine. Yeah, I think you're right. I didn't realize it was so close to that. Um, all right. So, any other impressions about Space Camp? And oh, we just kind of touched on this, but what to show the kids next? Um, you mentioned Fly the Navigator. I think that's a good one. I could try that one. Um, although yeah. I know my my 12 year old is going to walk out on that one too. <laughs> I should show something really like you know freaky to scare him a little bit. Do you remember the Explorers? The one about the Tilt-A-Whirl? I never saw Explorers. I always wanted to. Maybe, maybe Oh, can... that one's also very, very corny and weird. <laughs> okay. Explorers. I, listen, I, I'm, I'm okay with corny and weird. I don't, I don't think my kids are, though. At least my 12-year-old's not really. He's, he's yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll try Explorers. I'll definitely watch Explorers. Yeah, I think I might need to try that one next, too. All right. Okay. We'll put Explorers on the agenda. All right. Um... <laughs> Anything else on uh, on Space Camp? Um, well, I'm just I'm just glad to know you thought it wasn't that bad and you didn't completely fall asleep. I I, I tried. Um, I almost <laughs> fell asleep. I was I was rescued by my son who woke me up. It's like, Dad, you're missing it. <laughs> Which part did you fall asleep in? That's that's what oh, I want to know. I I don't remember. <laughs> like the middle of the movie. fall asleep. It's <laughs> kind of a blur. Um, it was after they they started like you know training and you know i think I, I remember it was right around the time when like you know jinx was coming up with his scheme to like you know launch him into space and kind of thing some <laughs> somewhere around there yeah. Fair. Fair. yeah yeah but again it's i'm also really old so i, I just fall asleep during the day so. <laughs> all right well thanks stace um let's <laughs> yeah. let's talk again soon and uh this was fun cool that's it for space camp All right, so that was fun. Great to have the first podcast in the books. My thanks to Stacy for joining me and exposing me to Space Camp. This podcast featured music from Metaphasic, Technoax, and Airglow. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Until next time, take care and stay safe. What did you think about the robot, Jinx? He was cool. Cause you, you can do, you can say whatever you want, and then you'll just do it, right? Even somebody may be friends with him. Would you want to go to space camp? Yes, I want to go to outer space now. Can I go to outer space now? What about space camp?
And they want to go to outer space now. You want to go to outer space now? Yeah. You saw the movie. Do you think that's safe? Yes. 